Hello everyone, this is Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth, and welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it, discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's just two friends just having a good time, so sit back and enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase. I'm Seth. And welcome to the show and our new season of Beard Force One. Yep. I think uh, I think our naming of titles of seasons always get better each time we do it. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, but thank you for joining us this Monday afternoon. On September 13th, 2021. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, oh. uh, you had an interesting week slash weekend with you going to your first soccer game, correct? Yes. This this is this was my first time at a soccer game here. FC Cincinnati. Like they they bought a new stadium and everything, and uh, I don't know it was it was pretty cool soccer game. Like uh, we were facing against uh, some Canada team, but apparently this is the first time we've won in that stadium, so that was pretty cool. Oh wow! Okay, so that was like so like first game for you, first win for them. That's pretty awesome. A lot of first, a lot of first. As you know, went drinking out afterwards, but it was it was kind of cool. You know. Something interesting I found out about stadiums nowadays, though. What's that? A lot of them are going cashless. Like, they're only going to go do card only now. Yeah. So, there's a um, a cookie store down here in Waco that's, like, really popular. They're cashless. Card only. Yeah. I don't know why. I always find that kind of annoying because, like, when I'm buying – I feel like it's very easy to lose track of what you're, what you're spending if you do that. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm I mean I like having cash on me um just in case and even if like a lot of places go cashless, I'm still going to have cash on me. Oh, 100%. Uh, you can I mean there's just so many situations where you're like just ca- having cash on you is a good thing. So. Right. Well, anyways, it, it was a cool cool game and uh you know, stadium was nice, all LED lights, and uh, you know, I thought it was very interesting because, like, it was um, it was a Saturday, so it was on nine eleven, and they did a Ooh. a really nice kind of like moment of silence, and I was like, you know, that's pretty cool of them to do that. You know, twenty years later. Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. I mean, you know, it is. I feel like it is really important to remember. Um, that way, you don't. Cause it's so easy for like people to like become self-entitled, you know what I mean? Um, and just remembering, like, I feel like remembering that day, like it helps people remember where they come from. Oh, hundred percent. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of a shame. A lot of, a lot of kids, uh, nowadays, like think about it. We, we like, we all know what happened. Cause we, we saw it on television. Like we right. were all, but you know, People getting out of high school now, they a lot of them don't even know the whole story, honestly. Right. They like, just they don't even, they Yeah, they, something like yeah, something happened. They don't 
like no like because i think they don't teach it in history class because i think it's because it's so recent you know right like in historical perspective yeah because i think they only change those books like every five years six years something like that so yeah well it's like and anyways like I, I just thought that was pretty interesting pretty cool and it was a it was a good game and yeah. uh the bar hopping after it was even even better so it was great <laughs> if you if you if you're gonna like bar hop though um you have to you have to play golf uh bar golf um, bar golf yes it is a very fun slash dangerous game so pretty much what it is is you go in and you go so like essentially it's 18 bars eight 18 shots um and what you do is you go in and you say um like say like you take a shot of something that's like really like easy to take right just like a very easy shake you would get like a stroke right or two strokes depending on like how easy it is okay the nastier or harder the shot to take is then like say say you had like a shot of tequila that'd be like that'd be like birdie oh okay you know what i mean so you'd be like minus a stroke yeah um and you know people play different ways i've seen people go in and they go you get two shots and you know what I mean? You can like go either way on the scoring system. I feel um, like this could be a very dangerous game if played correctly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it. You're taking one to two shots every like in the 18 bars. And then so right. you don't have that many. So say you don't have that many places. That means you need to like stay around like a smaller area so that means you know saying you're gonna be taking more well i would just i would just propose just playing the back nine at that point (laughs) (laughs) the white tees and yeah yeah, no it's uh it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun so but yeah no um as far as the uh the soccer game i've never seen a soccer game uh live uh, but I have been to an NFL game, and that was a pretty good time. Oh, yeah. I will say NFL games for – I've been to an NFL game a lot bigger. Yeah. A lot bigger. Yeah, for uh, sure. Like, and I think – I don't know. I think my, my view of a soccer game is going to be a little skewed because it's like this was like brand-new stadium they, they were in. It was mm-hmm. like – so it was really interesting, like good energy in the crowd, I'd say. Um you know, all the lights were like LEDs, so they could do some cool like strobe effects on the field and stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Is it, so, and it's like super clean too. And yeah, like good, good food selection and everything. I will say the beer with beers and stuff being overpriced, that, that didn't change. You that they're overpriced yeah. in every stadium you go yeah. to. Every single stadium. I think they might even be more in the new stadiums because they're trying to like cover some of that overhead. Oh know? yeah, you know it, it, it's funny you mentioned that because it's like I was trying to do the math. 
one time because I got like like three cores light light. I mean, uh, three cores like full cores beers and uh, hard seltzer. It was like almost forty bucks, and I'm thinking like, dang, that's like ten bucks a beer. But right. then I'm like looking at the can, and they're twenty four ounce cans. They're tall boys. Mm. So I'm like, well, I guess technically that would be like five bucks a beer. Or seven, something like that. Yeah. So I don't know. I was like, I'm impressed with the tall boys. But other than that, because like that saved me a couple trips. You know, like yeah. some you know, sometimes you'll just get the 16 ounce glass bottles and stuff. Which I was never a big fan of. Yeah, but the thing is too, like, um, you know, some of those tall boys, you can depending on the brand, you can get them for like two dollars, three dollars. That is seven. true. That is true. The gas station. So, I mean, obviously, you expect some kind of markup. So, so I would pay seven dollars, I think, for a tall boy, considering that you're going to go spend probably five at a bar. Right, twelve ounce bottle. I I could I could agree with that. Um, like I'm just saying, for stadium prices, they were okay. Like they're really trying to push these sixteen ounce Heinekens that were also ten bucks, and I was like, that's kind of a rip off. Heinekens, like yeah. it's an okay beer. So you're not a Heineken fan, because I'm definitely like a Heineken fan. Like I'm a fan of it. Like I I went, even went to like uh, the brewery. In, uh, Ooh, I bet that was good. Amsterdam, and that was that was a cool experience. It was like one of the tourist breweries, though, so I don't think it really brewed beer, but it was like their old brewery, right? And they just turned it into a giant kind of like I wouldn't say tourist trap, but uh, you know, it took you through the whole process and of their, awesome. their brewing and all that. So it was it was really cool. Okay. But uh, I'm just saying, like, I, it's not like something I would go out of my way to drink. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. uh, And we'll be right back after this. Hey, guys. Welcome back. So right before the break, we were just talking about uh, remembering 9-11 and some of our first times you know, in the stadiums and things of that nature. Uh, and then we were just talking about beer and a very dangerous game of golf. So definitely got to yeah. check that out. So, so yeah, me and you have to play this game of golf, <laughs> this round. We would have to do, we would have to do mixed dr- drinks because I don't um, do shots anymore. I'm, I'm too old for that. <laughs> I can, I can understand that. But we could do it. I won't tell Mel, I swear. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, so speaking of first, I actually bought my first power tool the other day. No kidding. Yes, sir. I feel like a real man. <laughs> yep. Yep. Now, what was said power tool that you bought? It was a drill. Okay. that's. I, I feel like that's kind of every guy's first first power purchase. Yeah, usually like a usually a drill or maybe like a saw. Yeah, but usually, usually if you're sawing something, you need a drill. Yeah, like if you're sawing some two by fours to make something, 
you should already have the drill in hand. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I feel so. I feel like a, a, a drill is almost like expected. Like if you're like, if somebody, if okay, if I told you I was like, I bought my first power tool, it was a table saw. You'd be like, holy cow, like what? It's like, did like, it, it's like if that's your first purchase, I feel like the cat, the, you know, the exception would be like, oh, I inherited a drill right prior. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, it was good. I, it, I think it's Milwaukee. That's the red and black, right? Yeah. Milwaukee is the, like the red and white on with, uh, it says Milwaukee on it real big. Yeah. uh, I think that was the, the brand of drill that I, that I went with. That's a solid brand. Like Milwaukee's a good brand. Uh, I I heard, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I was going to say, uh, price obviously had a little bit to do with it. Um, you know, I was just hanging a TV, so I didn't need like a $150 drill. Right. You know, I just needed something. Cause I told him, I was like, that's going to be the hardest part of stuff that I'm doing is I'm going to be, I'm going to be hanging a TV, which off, off, uh, also was my first time doing. So it was the first time hanging a TV by myself. That's pretty cool. Did, uh, I've been thinking about doing a like hanging a TV and stuff, and they got a, a lot of different kits now. Yeah, yeah, they got some like with the level actually built into like the base where you drill into the wall, which I was like, that's actually pretty nice. That that makes sense. All right, so we're gonna just rip off like pretty quick. Three sounds good, man. Three, two, one. Yeah, so yeah, these kits these kits are like really good. Um, we had one that, you know, had the paper and you just marked the lines and stuff. So that was, that was good. That was good. Yeah, man. That's, that's awesome. Like I, I tell, I tell you what, those templates really do work wonders. Cause you're able to get a precise, you know, makes you be able to actually do it by yourself. Cause if you had, if you were by yourself, you'd have to hold up that whole entire bracket and then try to mark it. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. So, yeah, yeah. Well, man, I'm not to updo you on your purchase of a drill, but I also made a certain purchase this weekend. Oh, my goodness. Does it count as a first time purchase, though? I, I think it does. I think this declares a first-time purchase for moi, for myself. All right, let's hear it. I purchased a pontoon boat. Oh, man. So, like, are we talking, like, party-style pontoon? Like, like 15 people are up on that bad boy, like, hanging out or what? Like, this is a – it's a 20-footer. Okay. But it's kind of almost set up like a – like a bass buggy, you know, in a way, mm. you know, so instead of like the console being off to the side where you can like store more, get more people on board. It's, it's right in the center. Okay. And it's got two caps and sh- two fishing chairs up front that swivel, but it's got a huge couch in the back and actually the helm can seat too as well. Nice. There you go. So, Perfect. and, and there's like a little, uh, little couch in front of the helm as well so 
it could probably like seat. Oh, I'd say probably eight people comfortably. Nice. There you go. There you go. How much does that one set you back? Well, this this was kind of like uh, I did some did some work work for them, and then uh, I paid some cash. But okay. you know, trailer and everything uh, about three. What? That's crazy. Okay, so that work that you did for them must have been like kind of substantial because. Yeah, it was a lot of lawn mowing. It was about. I I've been mowing their lawn and uh, they got like four different lots. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Great, man. That's awesome, dude. Happy for you. Yeah. I, now I definitely when I when I come down, we could be like, hey, let's take the boat out. <laughs> exactly. We're going fishing. We're going fishing. Let's go. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Uh, I I've always like wanted a boat. Obviously, we've talked about it like before. Oh yeah, like you you've had some good bass boats. It sounds like. Yeah. No. Um. I'm just ready for like a center console. I feel like a center console is like the way to go. Really? Not not like I always like the pontoon boats where the console is kind of off to the side to fit more people for a, like true party barge where you get like the sectional couch. Right, but I'm when I say a center console, I'm talking like a straight up like center console. Like it's good for the bay, big enough for a bay like to go bay fishing, but small enough for a lake or a river. Oh, okay. I see I see what you're talking about. The ones where it's got like two two separate to like three to four engines on the back. Kind of thing. Where you can put like a lot of poles on the side. Yes. Yes. Okay. I see. It's like where you're fishing off the front bow kind of thing. Right. Yeah. You're just kind of like, you know, fishing like wherever, but that thing's got, you know, pole holders for days because you're, you're going to be out somewhere, you know, like you're probably going to have five or six people fishing. Oh, yeah. It's kind of stuff where you're putting, you're, you're getting boards out on the side and putting your lines out. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, I, I tell you what, that, that sounds awesome right there. Doing some, some massive, some major fishing some ma- right there. Yeah, no, for sure. I think uh, I think it'd be a really good time. So, but I do have um, a, a recipe for you guys, and it's gonna be with our our new segment coming along with season three here, uh, calling it behind the bar. Um, and this this drink is I feel like it's a good fall drink. Like you can start drinking it now. Um, maybe definitely into like the the winter, just because it's kind of spiced. It's got like a spiced taste to it. So, um, but this is spiced hibiscus tea. Um, and the recipe calls for two tables or two teaspoons dried culinary grade hibiscus flowers. <laughs> um, so what what? Martha Stewart cookbook are you getting this out of or <laughs> yeah um, no this is a, a really cool book um, actually um, this one this book is Zen and Tonic and I could tell you uh, you guys about it after um, the recipe so 
So basically what you're saying in this segment, you're going to be cheating through this cookbook the whole time where I got to actually do some legwork here and find recipes. Listen, you are only as good as your tools sometimes. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, I guess I'm a giant tool then. (laughs) (laughs) So you have two teaspoons of dried culinary grade hibiscus flowers. Okay. One half inch piece of fresh ginger, finely chopped, half a cinnamon stick, four ounces of pomegranate juice, two cups of water, three quarters of an ounce of raspberry rose syrup, three ounces of vodka, and orange slices. All right. So uh, you heard that, folks? You got to make that trip to Whole Foods. (laughs) You know, so I was thinking about it too, and I feel like when you have a recipe like that, like a drink recipe, right? Um, most, most likely, you're you're serving it. I think it's like a good party drink, right? Because some of these recipes are going to be good for like every day. Some are like special occasions. Some are seasonal. Some are you know like time just like. Well, I can understand that. Specific, so yeah, it's kind of like really- how during Christmas it's like everyone has like a good eggnog recipe. Or shared my slush recipe a couple times on here. Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, that's yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's like uh, I, I almost feel like you should make this to like show the viewers. <laughs> yeah, I could. I could definitely do that. I think I could do that. Um, make it for a party one evening and just like, yeah, videotape the prepping of it. Um. Yeah. yeah, I think that, that could work out. It'd be like Emerald just saying "bam" all the time, you know, like "bam," <laughs> right in the drink, right in the drink, yeah. <laughs> right in the kisser. <laughs> no, but that's that's good. So that is all the time that we have uh, this week. But do turn in next week, and until then, y'all be safe. all the time we have today thanks for joining us and we hope to see you next week until then stay frosty Mm